Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Biathlon Briefing. We're delighted to have with us today Swiss biathlete Lena Hecke. Thanks for joining us today. Um, it, I guess it would be good to start off by understanding how you first started off in biathlon. That's something you've always been interested in from a young age. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, no, not really. Um, I started with uh, cross-country skiing when I was 14 years old and with biathlon when I was 16. And I kind of came to biathlon in a special way because uh, I was, as a kid, interested in all different sports. Um, I was climbing, I was swimming, I was rowing, I was um, biking, I was road biking. And I was basically doing everything that I could when I was uh, in a swimming club in my hometown. And uh, we had like a... Um, competition that we did just among us uh, in the club and it was basically you had 50 minutes time and you needed to uh, swim as many lines as you could and um, the mother of a other kid who was with me in the club um, saw that I was really good at endurance swimming and she thought yeah maybe I ask her if she wants to join in cross country skiing during the winter time and uh I said, yeah, it sounds interesting. Why not? I come and join. And then that was basically the start of my biathlon career. Obviously, cross-country uh, is a bit different to biathlon because obviously biathlon has the shooting aspect. How did you find it difficult like, transferring over between the two to obviously pick up the additional kind of discipline of, of the shooting? Or is that something that also just came quite naturally to you? Uh, no, I think it was really difficult at the beginning. Um, I remember my ever uh, first ever biathlon competition that I did. I had like, I think, nine out of ten mistakes and it was uh, kind of horrible. <laughs> I was uh, just in the penalty loop all the time, but I had so much fun doing it that I said, yeah, I want to continue that sport and I want to get better at shooting. And over the time, it got better and better. And yeah. With the shooting, I guess there's a big physical, but a mental like aspect to that as well. Like going into the the range of the, are there certain things or trainings that you do to like build that mental resilience under those like high pressure moments? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, the mental factor is a big one, and I also work together with a mental coach to get them more stabilized and like more relaxed when I get into the range, especially when you get together with another girl, like in the pursuit or mass start or something like that, um, you sometimes can feel the pressure and that you just can relax and shoot like you normally would. I guess now you're well established now on the World Cup tour. It'd be good to know, like, as you progressed through junior like IBU Cup to World Cup were there any like big differences you noticed between those levels as you as you went through or was it just like natural steps of progression? Uh, yeah for me it was a little bit different for to anybody else because um, in Switzerland we didn't have much by athletes at that moment where I was still a junior so I um, actually skied my first World Cup when I was uh, still my first junior year so it was a big difference between between World Cup and Junior World Championships at that age. But um, I think it was also quite a good experience to just 
get there at a young age with no like kind of idea how it should be or could be and uh, I also had like no pressure because I w knew I was still so young so I was just doing my stuff and had a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> Definitely I guess yeah it's uh, good to not feel that pressure when you're younger but um, um, interesting season obviously with the Olympics happening this year like what were your main highlights from the season how do you think it went in in general, were you happy with how you did? Or um, yeah, I think the season was quite special this year. Um, I mean, every Olympic season is in its own way special, but for me, it was a little little bit difficult because I had uh, some struggles in the summertime. I had a lot of stomach cramps and I couldn't train as properly as I would have liked to. But in the beginning of the December, I thought, yeah. My skiing form isn't that good, but uh, shooting was really good. So I um, just worked on that and tried to get as many good races as I could. And then like over the Christmas break, I got uh, COVID. So that hit me back even more. And in January, it was then a little hard to come back after COVID, but I did manage that and I had like a good build up until the Olympics and could uh, recover good. So that was a big plus for me. And I think I did some solid races at the Olympics, not the like the best races that I could have done, but it w was still solid races. So that was um, kind of a plus for me. And uh, it also was really special there because uh, of the wind conditions and also the temperatures. And it was kind of crazy, <laughs> but uh, I think we managed to get some good races in, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of talk that, yeah, the conditions quite difficult for the races at the Olympics. Was is that was that your experience? Was it much different to what you'd ex experienced in, on the circuit in the past? Or is it just something you had to get used to? And you... um, yeah, I think it was a little different because um, you never have that kind of conditions in Europe. But um, I think we already knew going in, in into the Olympic uh, season that we it could be that way because um, they had winters like that before and we knew that it will be windy and it can be cold. So we try to prepare as much as we can to that. But I mean, in the end, it's the body who gives you the limit and says when it's not good anymore and, or when you need to rest and take a break. Um, especially my lungs could feel it like uh, after the races in this high altitude with the temperatures. Um, my lungs were kind of uh, a little hurt after the races, so I could feel that for sure. But I mean, in the end, I think we had the luck that the strong winds were at the races where you come together into the shooting range. Like sprint and individual were like on a bare minimum with the wind so it was more fair to everyone and I think that was quite good um so yeah I think in the end it, we are an outdoor sport and we kind of need to uh, get used to every condition but sometimes it it is hard to get um to train and also uh, race in this kind of comp uh, competition like um biathlon I guess is quite interesting as a sport because even within biathlon there's a lot of different types of races and you know indi individual races 
relay do you have kind of different ways of trading for things do you have a different mindset going into different types of races or even between in races where you're competing as an individual in relays um yeah i think so i mean it always feels a little different i mean um even sprint and pursuit are two different kind of things because the first loop you go into the race differently because in the pursuit you just try to um stay with the girls or even catch some girls and um in in the sprint you have the tactic that you just have you to yourself like you uh, build up build your race from the beginning and you are skiing alone um so it's it is a little different um but i like it that it is like different kind of uh stadiums for the mind to put yourself into and know that the race will be completely different and also for relays it's always um a, a lot of fun skiing them because yeah you're with the team and normally we are an individual sport so it's a lot of fun to ski with other girls together and also um you can change positions and every position has like their own individual trademarks like what do you need to do exactly and that is also quite fun because you get to challenge yourself with every race that we have do you have like a if you're in a four person really do you have a particular position you like to to go off in or is it do you just let the coaches decide that uh for us it's the coaches who decide that but um i really like to be the anchor to be the last one um i had my best relays doing the anchor so that was quite uh, less an impression on me so <laughs> and i kind of like going over the finish line and seeing the girls in in the finish so i think that is a, always a really special moment yes definitely are you as a, a team i guess you're having do relays traveling on the tour together you must be quite a close close team like the swiss team or do you have uh, do you kind of have other friends outside of the team that you go on with on tour um yeah i mean uh, we are a really close team we have a really good team spirit and that's really nice to have and just to be a really close team together but of course you also have friends uh, outside because biathlon is like a big family and you just uh, know everyone and everyone knows you and it's really really friendly atmosphere so um you can talk to everyone and yeah and also especially friends with the german girls because i um train a lot in rope building because of my uh, fiance so it is uh, uh that i can train sometimes with them here so that's really nice for me i guess in in most sports not only biathlon is always it's not just like the training and the competing side it's obviously you need to think about you know funding and sponsorships and things is that something that's difficult in biathlon or just another another part of the part of the job i guess um i guess it is kind of difficult in all sports but um in switzerland it is a little tricky because biathlon is not as big as in other countries as in germany or france or um russia uh, but for us it's uh, we are a small country so a lot of um what's going on with sponsors and stuff they invest into the alpine skiing uh, because it's the biggest sport in switzerland for us and i mean our alpine skiers are 
so good and um i admire them for their um uh, success they are really really good so um but it sometimes can be hard to find someone but i have my loyal sponsors and they are um i found some really great ones so i'm really lucky yeah that's that's very good yeah it's been a really successful year in our point of skiing especially for switzerland so yeah um <laughs> I guess so we're obviously in the off season now what sort of training and stuff do you do in the off season I guess it's good obviously to have a, have a break and switch off but also I guess you need to think about training start training and preparing gradually for that next season uh, yeah we had a break in April we took the whole month off and just could do whatever we wanted to and uh, that was really good just to clear your mind and get into another state and just also kind of uh, get to miss the training again because then it's uh, much more fun to start again and in the beginning of May we started our training um, as a team again so and we had our first training com- camp in Lenzerheide uh, the last week and it was uh, a lot of fun and we are now doing a lot of endurance training to get um, the basics basically in and uh, a lot of just um, ground shooting without any um endurance training uh, just shooting alone so yeah i think it's always uh, quite fun to start into the training again after a break because you start to miss it and then most of the time exactly then at that moment training is coming back so that's really good <laughs> yeah do you mostly train as a team or or is it mostly individual or a bit of a mix of both I think it's a good solid mix of both. We have uh, our home time where we can train at our home locations. And also we have our training camps as a team. And I think it's uh, 50-50. So that is pretty good. And um, I like both because, uh, yeah, to train with the team, you can always um, look at the other girls and learn something from them and push each other and stuff. And at home, you can just... Uh, also get your training done and see your friends and get a little bit outside of the sport sometimes that's also quite good definitely do you have any particularly I guess favorite circuits on on the on the tour that you go to that you like to go back to um yeah I kind of have and kind of don't have it's uh (laughs) you try not to have like your most favorites because it also can be a bummer when you say, yeah, um, that is not my least, uh, my least favorite station. And then you go with a mindset in, yeah, I never have good results there. But um, for sure, Östersund is one of my favorites. I have always good results in Östersund. And um, I also like Rupaling because I train a lot here. And um, I have uh, Marco's family who li- is li- is living here. so. They always come and see my races and also for my family from Switzerland, it's not that far. So it's always nice to have uh, some spectators that you know. Um, and I, I think I, yeah, every station has its plus sides and it's like nice sides. So it's uh, always cool to just uh, also switch locations and have a new every once in a while. So you can get like a new trick or a new challenge out of it. I guess yeah, good to just experience different places, different atmospheres. Yeah, so, um, so I guess looking ahead to 
the upcoming season like when you're when you're kind of in between seasons do you do you set yourself like any particular goals or do the kind of your coaches set you goals for a season how do you kind of go about planning for the next the next season ahead uh, yeah we have in the beginning a meeting with our coach where we say yeah what's my goal what's her goal and we compare them and look at what is realistic and uh, what can we achieve and how then we talk about how we can achieve that so what's going to be the trainings plan and uh, what training do we need to get in when exactly and stuff like that and we just discussed the summertime how the um, where we will be when and um, yeah then we try to um, realize that plan as good as we can but obviously there is always can happen something and you need to adjust the training plan to that so um, you always keep an open mind to just um, not get uh, in a bad mood if you can't do what what's on the training plan but you try to get it as good as possible. Keep open minded about things so what do you do when you're when you're not training outside of biathlon what are your main main interests outside of the sport? Um, it depends a little. In uh, summer times, I uh, do a lot of stuff with my friends together and uh, meet up with friends. And um, also, I really like to read. And um, in the winter times, I like to calm myself. Besides, uh, besides the races, I like to listen to audiobooks or also to paint. And um, we picked up a little hobby as a team. We the last winter we always did puzzles together that is also quite fun just something to do beside the races to get your minds off of things and just to relax a little and yeah yeah good to, yeah good to take your mind off good off it it's been well thank you for taking the time today it's been great to speak to you and yeah good luck for the new season ahead and we will definitely catch up at some point once the season's underway Thank you. Yeah, it was really nice. <laughs>